Okay, this is, um, what is it, season three? What episode is it, Anthony? I think three. Oh, season three, episode three, so a little double three there. This is my friend Ben Foss. He's, uh, you want to introduce yourself, Ben? Uh, yeah, my name's Ben. Uh, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, yeah. Nice to Syracuse, obviously. He's on the running club, um, and uh, yeah, so I thought... I met him on the running club last semester and we, this is both like when we were at a time that we both kind of like really wanted to run division one, one day. So I know I, I wasn't going a little different path, but I know Ben's still kind of on that wave, but we're going to get into that later. So we have a few questions for you today and uh, we just want to have a good conversation with you. So, yeah. Um, so the first question would be, how did you get into running? Uh, so I guess I first started running cross country in middle school, but I didn't want to. It was just because my dad made me do two sports and I liked playing soccer. So I wasn't going to do something like football or anything like that. So that's pretty much my only option. Um, but then I kind of really got into it in high school and my freshman coach kind of motivated me to keep doing it and not quit which is what I originally planned to do but uh <laughs> were you any good at soccer if I may ask uh I like to think that's decent I mean okay I felt like I was the best non-club soccer player which yeah. isn't saying a lot but you know I I had that was I mean, you, yeah no I had to go. you started in middle school yeah said, okay so was it then track that you started with uh, no. So my, my middle school, we actually didn't have a full track. We had this really weird, like 150 meter, like straightaway thing next to our football field. And that was all we had. Okay. So it was actually just cross country. Um, and I didn't start track until I was in high school. Okay. Interesting. I mean, yeah, no, I know I, I personally made that switch from like soccer to track and like they are kind of interchangeable sports because like you're you're running around a lot. You know, obviously it's a lot different for cross country because like you're running around and you can't like actually stop. But I mean, like I feel like in terms of like sports to like switch over to, they're, they're pretty like they're pretty compatible in that way. Yeah, I know a lot of like soccer players that like became good track runners or good track runners that like are good soccer players as well, you know, like Caleb and. Um, Justin Seedorf back in middle school. So Ryan Mecca. Um, Ryan, Ryan Mecca. Can't forget Ryan Mecca. Yes. Um, so the next question would be describe your team and coach in high school. How did that help or hinder your potential as an athlete? And what did you learn from high school running? Um, so like I kind of said before, when I was a freshman, my coach, uh, she was actually really good. And at the time I wasn't really a good runner. I mean, I ran like a 23 minute 5k, um, but my coach, for some reason, she, one day we were just at this track meet and she's like, Ben, one day I want you to run a 1545 5k. And I was like, what? Because I never cared about running really at all. And I, as far as I'm aware, I showed zero talent. Um, but she kind of just, I don't know, there's something about her saying that that made me want to actually kind of commit myself to running more and trying to be better. And uh, the team kind of atmosphere at the time was also really competitive because the team in general wasn't necessarily like amazing. Like we weren't a state competitor team or anything, but we had a young group of guys who were all really competitive and we all really wanted to 
like make the varsity team and, you know, be the best. So I kind of use that like competitive atmosphere to push myself to be better. And that kind of stuck with me. Um, unfortunately, that coach left after my freshman year and I ended up having a different coach my sophomore year who was not very good, but the team atmosphere was still there and that really helped. And the team captain at the time, he was a senior and uh, he was pretty good. He was looking to run in college at the time. And he kind of helped us out and guided us by giving us kind of these own, his own workouts. And I think that really helped that and just the continued like interest in the sport really helped me improve. Um, but then that coach left. So then my junior and senior year, we had a new coaching duo and they were, they were okay. Um, I'm not going to like, trash them too much <laughs> they were definitely they, they like to promote the I guess the whole team aspect of it and a lot of the people on the team at the time were more kind of just running for the experience and like cross country was a big family thing for us mm -hmm. um, and everybody kind of just loved being around the people on the team but they most of the people weren't really there to you know, run as fast as they can, or like, they weren't really shooting for the same heights that I was shooting for. Like I was looking to be really competitive at States and I kind of, that was kind of just me and maybe a friend of mine and everybody else for the most part was just, let's just chill and have fun. Yeah. So that kind of didn't mesh as well. That, and also a lot of the guys I'd run varsity with my freshman and sophomore years had graduated at that point. And I was kind of starting to take over the team as captain. Um, so I think that there was a real kind of disconnect between some of the top varsity guys and the rest of the team because of that. And I think the coach kind of put a divide between us because I didn't, I, I liked the, the JV guys and everybody else on the team. And I was friends with quite a few of them, but it became very difficult when the coach kind of pointedly made it like, I can't do my workouts that I want to do. And I can't run as much as I want to because they were all there. And I can't blame them for that. That's kind of on the coach, but I think that really made things difficult so you know it uh it definitely just speaks the the kind of coach you have i mean you've from you know what you just said you've you've had a lot but uh depending on if the coach is good for your team like you can have a coach and you can have goals and if they're not aligned that's not a good thing at all yeah. you know uh it's kind of like you're on your own in a group of people you know what i mean yeah, that's what I like about DeLuca because I feel like he would keep it like separate. Like he knew that there were people that were just like doing it kind of for fun and people that like had higher goals, but like he never made it a point to like stop us from like achieving what we wanted to. He rather like made it so that like, hey, like look at these guys, look at how hard they're working. Like maybe you should try. He tried to encourage and lift up the team to get to that level uh, rather than kind of like dividing like your coach did. So, I mean, the coach definitely um, 
sets like a huge, a huge tone on the team. And like you were saying, like you can be as friends with as many guys on the team as you want, but like at the end of the day, like it's going to be the coach that's like deciding your training, deciding like what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And it's so important that and we've been really lucky, obviously, to have DeLuca, um, you know, do that kind of for us and, and create a culture that's, you know, inclusive and inspiring for everyone. So it was also um, just to add on to that, the, what you said before about how, that one coach was it in it was in your freshman year that yeah. told you you can run the 1545 5k uh you know like i don't i don't know this for a fact but it sounds like you know that kind of inspired you to keep going you know coaches can have an impact on you yeah for sure i mean yeah. I, I couldn't explain why that ticked something in me but maybe it was like oh, this person like believes in me. And I don't know if she really thought I could run that or not. Um, but for some reason that kind of just hit me. And yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like as, as a kid, like when you're coming into a new sport and you don't recognize the talent in yourself and you see someone in a position of power telling you that, hey, there is a future here for you. Cause I know like, I know coach Anselo, like he set some pretty high standards for me. Like he thought I was going to run like 420, like five and then like 157. And obviously, you know, I didn't end up doing that. I got injured a little too much, you know, maybe if I didn't, who, who would have known? Uh, but, you know, he saw that in me and like, I didn't think too much of it at first, but like in hindsight, like that really, like, that really inspired me to be like, Hey, like he, he sees something in me that I don't really, I don't know if I saw in myself at the time. And that definitely like pushes you to, um, to explore and, and see like your full potential, even if you, you don't see it, because like, as again, like older people, like, I feel like hindsight is 2020 and, and they, they know more than we do. Obviously that's just like, they just have like more wisdom, you know, that's where you can trust adults for the most part. Um, but um, yeah, no. And then like, I just want to talk about like your, like how did your coach like personally, like, do you feel like your coach like personally hindered like your like PRs in high school? Because I feel like you tell me about a few races that like you could have went faster, you you could have went um to run in college, but like you know there was a number of things that happened that you know prevented that. So. Um. Yeah. Well, this was kind of like an epidemic on our team where for some reason that whole spree of coaches. Well, I guess it was really just I don't know. Our team had a really weird history at like late season races um and i don't know what it was i'm gonna assume it was something about how the, our training was structured but um my junior and senior years nobody ran well at state in track or in cross country no um, and we would all we would start out well at the start of the season but everybody would have their peak race usually at a mid-season kind of invitational style race on a pretty quick course um which really helped there but we would all kind of we, we would usually have regionals like a week or two after that that peak race so we were also kind of there and we would run well but then our state meet was always at least two weeks after our regional meet and nobody would ever it was just I I was just so far off my times and I really felt like the training in general kind of messed me up there because we just I I feel like it wasn't structured well to get us through the whole season and I don't know if the coaches 
were purposely doing that. I can't imagine why, but maybe they wanted us to peak for regionals so that we could have a shot at like a regional plaque or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas we would have no hope at state. Um, but they overtrained you. Yeah, I think that was the case, especially my junior year. I actually ran uh, at Foot Locker South after my state race. And I still consider that to be my worst race ever because by that point, I was so far past my peak and overtrained that I felt, I felt terrible. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of training style really messed me up, especially my senior year in track. It was still kind of the same theme, but I was really competitive in the 800, the mile and the two mile. Um, and I was actually one of the best two mile runners in our division across the whole state. But um, by that point, it was just, I had had my peak race a few weeks prior and I just didn't have it in my legs when it came to the last lap or two in the two yeah. mile line. It just kind of fell apart from there and didn't end up making states because of that. And there was some other kind of, I guess, the way that state qualification works didn't really play for me well either in our region structure, but didn't end up making states my senior year, which was a huge disappointment. And I really felt like if my training had been better, that I would have at least made state. Okay. But, yeah. 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 That just was like, I, I know, I know at our school, like we, we pushed, cause we, we were like kind of making the training, like pretty much hand in hand with our coach. And we always made sure to like, really like taper off before like our last like meets, I feel like, or I, Andrew, I don't know if, I know if you're, I feel like, I feel like we sucked at that. Like, really? like, like consistently we shot the bed, like a lot of the time at those like, like bigger races. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just a me thing, but like every single time we had like state quals, I would shit the bed, but I'd have my peak race like right before divisions. Like my worst yeah. race was state quals senior year by far. Oh, you know That's what? Actually, you actually are right because I remember I remember running really bad at um, divisions, the eight hundred, the solo race, um, and then there's a there's a couple other races that um, yeah the, end of the year actually which yeah, some of that is nerves too yeah no I think I think what I was saying was like we we did like a good job of like maybe like tapering but like that wasn't like I'm trying to do it I think the overall structure of the training I think has something wrong with it yeah I think I think there was something wrong with that because I I remember running um um we had like a dual meet on one of our first dual meets I we ran like a 205 like really I remember running that like literally jogging that and feeling so good after and then like later in the later in the season running like a 202 high and feeling like I could not like, like breathe after, you know? And that was like, after three more weeks of training, that was at West Hampton beach where Anthony had his breakout race. I remember feeling, mm -hmm. you know, I finished almost basically last in that race. And it was just like, what am I doing wrong? You know, it just felt weird. And then obviously, you know, divisions for us in 800 Andrew were, was a pretty thing. <laughs> we were, um, but, Bad race. to be fair, like the, the heat wasn't even that stacked. And we thought we were good, and then we just got gapped, and it was sad. That was so bad. But no, I think what I'm what I'm thinking about is like I feel like we really come together like for relays. Like that's something that like um, I don't know if this is like a big part of you in high school because I know like you were kind of doing your own thing. But like 
relays is something that we came together like no matter like what race like if, if anthony had a good race or if we had a bad race or is the other way around like i feel like we would all come together at like the end of the meet and like we'd have like a pretty good relay when it when, when it was important you know yeah so that's why like i don't know i thought that was really cool that we could like pick ourselves up after um and and run a good race like the divisions four by eight was like absolutely insane like that was that's literally one of the craziest races to watch. I, I watch that sometimes just to like remember that because it was insane. But yeah, I just think that like towards like the end of the season, like I don't, I don't know if uh, you've had this experience is that a lot of people like on our team um, just kind of felt like shit, even at the times where they're like your legs are always heavier. I'm sure that you probably experienced something similar being that, you know, you had worse races towards the end of the season. But I feel like that's like a theme throughout like high school running and it might just be like a lapse in judgment of like a lot of coaches who maybe don't have a ton of experience. And maybe it's um, also but, just like, you know, like we are young, like developing runners and like we haven't been running for that long. And it's like, and when you're trying to push the limit and get as good as you can, like at a high yeah. school level, it's like your body might not be used to it as much as you want to achieve. And it starts good at first, but like we're not fully developed like that we're going to like that's going to be sustainable for a while so that might be a thing i know anthony probably knows more about that uh, side of stuff so i mean so, actually one thing that i wanted to add was you know just in general i think it's natural to feel tired at the end of a season because you know especially freshman year that's your first time doing it yeah sophomore, that makes sense. sophomore year you're a little caught up so it's like you know your body's sort of getting used to things Junior year, COVID happened, you know? So it's either you stopped training or you took it too seriously. You probably overtrained. And then you get into senior year and now all the races are stacked up day after day. You know That's, I mean? Yeah, that is true. It's, it, I'm not necessarily saying that like our training was bad. I'm just saying it was like a theme throughout, I think my career and a lot of people's that well, like- yeah. Yeah, and, and it could be a product of overtraining. Like whenever I, I train myself, I do the same thing. It's usually mm -hmm. worse because I'm because I'm doing that. And I, I think I think a lot of people can like empathize no matter like what team you're on. Like Northport, for example, I, they're like one of the few teams that they they prep for late season like so fucking good. Yeah. Like they're always peaking late season. I feel like we didn't have that same kind of like jump late season, and a lot of other teams didn't. Like and COVID and stuff were factors. I mean, we, we did run very well consistently in how Como was saying the relay. We did run well in the relays. That was good. But anyway, let's get back yeah. to Ben because we're going on a ward level. Yeah, yeah we, are we are going on a ward level tangent. Yeah, um, so I guess let's move on from high school and, I don't know, talk about, like, transitioning into college and, uh, like, what are some of your goals today? Like, coming into college, like, what was your mindset, like, going to Syracuse University and, like, your attitude towards, you know, maybe running Division One or running club or, yeah, just talk about that, I guess um well I kind of came into it at first I felt like I had everything figured out because the biggest the most glaring factor to me was I hardly ran any miles in high school like I was off 30 miles a week for almost all of high school um so I was like okay I'll just kick up the miles to like 70 or 80 and that'll get me good um and I think that helped a lot but as I kind of got into the season, I really realized there's a lot more to it than just running miles because I wasn't getting fed training anymore. So I had to figure out 
when I was going to do my workouts, what workouts I was going to do. And kind of, I realized that there was a lot more little factors in it because I didn't want to go too hard on workouts and like screw myself later down the line. And I have to build into the miles at a certain pace or I'm going to get injured. And then you just have all these little things that come in and it kind of gives you the perspective of how hard it is for a coach to factor all that for a lot of kids. But it really helped me kind of figuring out my training. Um, I will say it's been really difficult not being able to race a lot. Um, there's just not very many competitive races that I've been able to get into with ease and be able to do. Um, cause you know, in high school, you're racing probably every week once your season really starts. Um, but I actually didn't get to race a single competitive 5k my first semester. Um, and I actually ran my PR in a time trial, which is like completely unheard of for me. I paced them. It was really windy that day and you could have ran probably 10 to 15 seconds faster, but that was good time trial. Yeah. But, um, it was just, it was really difficult going from the team aspect of like, at the end of the day in high school, you're on a team and you kind of have that commitment. Whereas in college you can, and I think this goes for a lot of things in college, you can really do whatever you want. Um, like you can go to class if you want, or you can skip. Um, and it's just how much you want to put into it. So you really have to find that motivation in yourself to do it because like nobody's going to come and kick my ass if I don't go out and run. Um, so that's been difficult as far as my goals. I mean, kind of going into college, I just knew that I needed to find some way to run a 1435 K or an 833 K. Um, and I figured that the 3K would be the approach to go because I felt like I could get my two-mile time close to that. But, you know, day by day, you kind of look at those times and it's like, wow, that's, that's pretty quick. Um, and then not a lot of racing opportunities, so it's difficult. But right now, I'm just kind of trying to work on improving my, my mile time. So I'm really looking to see if I can go sub 420 in the mile and kind of just figure things out from there. Um, and even if I don't, it's really good to have that kind of speed background when going for a good 5K time as well. So that'll really help me out. Um, whether or not I end up running that or not, we'll see. But yeah, still aiming for the, the 1435K and I'll say sub 420 mile. Yeah, those were the standards that like one of the coaches sent him. And I know like obviously Anthony's considering going here. So there's a, it's a lot of, uh, you know, moving parts to like trying to walk on and, and all that. But I mean, you know, I don't know, 1430, that's, that's really, that's quick, you know? And especially as you said, like with our race schedule, like Penn State Running Club, they race like, well, how many, how often yeah. do you have raced, Anthony? I've raced every weekend this semester. That's crazy. Right? Like, love the Syracuse Running Club, but I just feel like there aren't enough guys that are committed to, like, running, tr like, competitive track wow. that yeah. you could have, like, uh, like enough people to be like, okay, let's make a trip out to here or here. Like, Matt is literally, like, Fr Matt Friedson has literally been just, like, racing at, like, random meets because, like, he his brother's car is here and he can, like, take that and go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has the flexibility to do that, but, like, 
I can understand like as a team, like we're not really making steps to like really race a lot. And that, that can be pretty difficult. Like time traveling is just simply yeah. not the same. Well, I think that uh, part of that is just because it's not a very big club. And uh, for a lot of the guys, some of the races that we do run that aren't competitive at all for me are competitive for them. So yeah. why do we have to go out to drive five hours away to run somewhere that, you know, we could just chill here and drive an hour and it'll be competitive for almost everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, it's also really difficult when most of the guys with cars on the team here, they're all, seniors who are about to graduate and go to graduate school and they're all half marathoners they're also all half marathoners so they're really more focused on school um so it's definitely really hard to justify like a five-hour drive somewhere to run at a really nice meet i uh, i've experienced that i've experienced that a lot <laughs> this year um the one thing i can say is sometimes it's worth it you know what I mean? I mean, it, it definitely not all the time. And of course, it's incredibly hard to justify that. But then you, you also got to look at, you know, I mean, what what has been your motivating factor? Just kind of trying to see how fast I can get, because I've always had kind of things going against me. And I never really stuck to a sport like this. And I really feel like in high school, that kind of as I got better in running, it kind of like changed me as like a person and really had a big impact on my life. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just really stuck with it. And I knew like, I, I would always watch the guys who were winning meets and running ridiculously fast times. And I was like, imagine what it'd be like to be one of those guys. Yeah. And will I ever be running at NCAA is like, who knows, but it would be nice to at least try and see where I can get mm -hmm. and I don't know how long I'll stick to this or how far I'll end up going, but that's kind of just the point to just see where I can get. And a big part of that will be getting on a really competitive team. So I can have people to push me again because I haven't had that for a good few years. Yeah. 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 I, like, I like how you're using like the goal of the team is like, it's not an end, but it's a means to like get better. Cause you're, you're so right. Like, once like you get on a team, like it's so much more, it's so much more different. Like it's structured, like you have so many more resources, like especially here, like with all the guys and like all the facilities, like you'll just have so much more, um, you like your potential is just like increased, you know? Um, and you have like the ability to reach that, uh, I think. But um, yeah, I don't know. Speaking of like competitive races, I know, you know, you're racing the guy on the bottom, Andrew over there. I I'm not going to be in good enough shape to be, in maybe like race form, but uh, and I know Andrew, you um, want to talk about like what you're trying to do for that race? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're racing the mile, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Benari, okay, um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to hit my PR, which is 435, um, but I'd like to go faster. I, I don't really, I haven't raced a mile in about a year, and I haven't competitively raced in about a year. I had my first like time trial in a, in a year last week. So I don't really know what shape I'm in, but uh, hopefully I could stick by you. Um, I don't know if there's anyone on on the Binghamton track club, except for, yeah, there's no one on the track club, really, that I don't think will be breaking 450. But um, so it might just be you and me. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Five. Yeah. 
Jonah will hopefully break five if he doesn't. He's getting bullied. I'll get paddles. You should get one of those Greek paddles and just slap me in the butt. It's going to be worse than a paddle. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, but I, I, I don't know. I went for the, I went for my first run over like a mile today in like two months. And man, it was like, it felt so good at first. And like, it did feel good throughout, but I had to stop a couple of times and be like, whoa, slow down. Like I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. like collapse. If I keep on running right now, which is so sad, but um, yeah, it's always going to be process. Yeah, it's the, it's the process. Just kind of be patient with myself and like and not get injured. Not get injured. That's the only goal. Literally, right now, if I can run healthily, like that is like that's that's all I can hope for, you know. Because I, if I can do that, and I'll have like the, and I'll have like the motivation, to like you know, actually train consistently, and then you know, who knows where we go from there. So I, I also with Ben, like your whole philosophy of like like getting to your untapped potential. Like, I feel like that was also like a big driving factor to me coming into college. Cause I feel like I, you know, we've all had our like, uh, you know, problems with injuries and stuff like that. And I feel like that's, that has definitely hindered me a lot of the times in high school. So I, you know, I'd see, I'd see like kids like Anthony or Andrew, like running really fast. Like I started definitely in 10th grade when I first broke my ankle and I, I saw you guys run like 437 or whatever you did at frost off. And I was like, you know, I was running right with those guys, like just a couple months ago. And then I, you know, broke my ankle, obviously. So that really like opened my eyes to like, okay, we, it, I can do this. Like if they can do it, like, so can I, like I'm right there with them. And then obviously junior year kind of picked it up and then injured again and whatever. And so I think it's just this constant battle with injuries and, um, you know, doing everything I can to make my body right so that I can, you know, finally just like, be free to like run as fast as I can. Cause that's, that's the, that's the goal, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, I had a quick question. Well, not, it's not really a quick question uh, for Ben. Um, so like you, you're talking about how like um, in college, like you can kind of just do whatever you want and it's kind of been a struggle to keep yourself like on the right things, you know, it's hard to keep running without like someone pushing you to do it. Um, have you like developed like a regimen or something? Cause like, I know I, I like follow like a, a daily schedule of like the same shit over and over so that I keep on doing my runs, keep on doing my workouts. Have you developed like something similar? I don't know. Um, it's kind of just me going about whatever I'll, I'll kind of just have really just memorized what I do each day. And that kind yeah. of goes hand in hand with my class schedule. So it's like, I have this class, this, whatever. And then, I know on Monday, that's my off day. And then Tuesday, workout. And then the other days, it's just kind of playing it by how I feel, how the weather is. And it's either, more or less, it's either workout or eight mile run, or if it's a Sunday, it's a long run. And that's pretty much just what I've been doing. Um, there's been a couple of days where it's just like, I just haven't run because I've not felt it at all. And that's kind of a side factor of like, it's the weekend and nobody else is running with me and it's, I can just skip the run. Um, which is unfortunate when I do that, but I've kept yeah. that pretty minimal. So, yeah. I mean, when in doubt, you know, you could always like, I feel like when I, when that happened to me, like with injuries, just like not being able to run, like I always like would try to go to barns or whatever. And like, obviously that's indoors. So like, and yeah, you're right, playing it by ear, because especially like with the weather here, you never know. Like obviously recently yeah. it's been fine, but like, you know, in the winter, like you never know if there's gonna be like 
six inches of snow on the ground or it's going to be hard to see or it's going to be like yeah. freezing like cold so um yeah no definitely playing it by ear is like the best thing you can do in college because you know it's not like you have the same classes every single day you know but and yeah sometimes you have to i think i think that's that's a good thing that like a lot of people like me like who are really gung-ho about their training they don't they don't take the time to think like do i feel like garbage like should i really be doing this today like even though like it might seem like you're being lazy i feel like there's like a merit to to being able to recognize like maybe i won't run today like you know that that kind of patience is is important when it comes to anything yeah. well i think you want to be careful not to I think a lot of people talk about like physical burnout, which really like destroys a runner, but also if you get mentally burned out, especially in college, like that's just gonna, you're really gonna spiral out and it'll be really hard to come back because if you stop wanting to do it completely, then one day will turn into a week, will turn into a month and eventually you're just in this huge downward cycle. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way to think of that. That was actually one of my questions. I was I was gonna ask like, have you ever thought about like giving up like throughout this whole like process? Because I know running alone is is it's tough. Um, yeah, I think more I've thought about giving up when I race badly, and that's been more of like a general me thing. So like at the end of my junior cross country season, that race I mentioned at Foot Locker, that race was horrendous. And I actually ran slower at that race than I did in my season opener that season. Um, so when I race like that, I kind of get the thought of like, is this the physical limit? And I think a difference between you and me has been, you've always been kind of talented, it seems, but you have dealt with injury. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I've been a lot more durable in training and I haven't, I had a few kind of injuries in middle school, but it's either been like, I've been sick for a week or two, or I'm have some shin splints, but nothing really ever bad. Um, but I've always been chasing people because I started out pretty slow. I mean, relatively to where I got to, like I was slicing off huge chunks of time each year. And once I kind of learned more about running, especially my junior or senior year, it was like, okay, so talent does play into this. And I must not be very talented because I started at 23 minute 5k. When will I stop being able to just keep shaving time off my, my PR here? And when you really hit that wall during a race, it, it kind of, it really gets to you, but I kind of yeah. just focus on taking some time off and then coming back and just being consistent. And then, yeah, that's worked for me so far. I mean, Hey, you run what, like a 1539, you accomplished exactly what yeah. this coach said. So yeah, I mean, did you think about that by the way, when you ran that time in the moment or just in hindsight, you're like, you know, like one of my first coaches did say that one day she, I could do it. Well, I kind of looked at that time and I was like, well, I knew I could do this because I had run a workout. I was like a four by mile workout right at five flat pace. And I was like, well, I know for sure that I could do this time because I don't do good in workouts relative to my races usually. So I was like, for sure I can run this. I just need to like show up and really put effort into it. 
but kind of afterwards it slowly sunk in like this has been like four years in the making and that's ridiculous like 1530 I mean I did not know that was possible when I started running um actually when I was a freshman in high school my goal for the end of high school was to run a 19 minute 5k <laughs> so in four years to go from that point to running a 1530 uh that that really kind of got to me afterwards yeah really just shows that like hard work does pay off at the end of the day and like you know you've been so like as you said like you've been so consistent with training and that's kind of like that's taking you to where you're at right now it's just a question of like how far is it going to take you you know and so I, the, the thing I like to think about that Anthony like tries to remind us all the time is like you don't physically peak until like what you're like 27 or 28 like for runners like that is like for like male runners I'm pretty sure it's like 27 or 28 is like literally like the the, the peak age for like physical the peak male essence yeah basically so I mean like there 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 could be like in your mind like oh like this is where I'm at right now and maybe it will never change but like that's really not, not true like 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 physically you know um you know mentally is a whole different thing but you know physically you always have like that extra that extra gear that you're still growing into so you know just as you grow older you'll naturally become like a little bit maybe a little bit taller a little bit stronger and you'll just you'll have that experience you know? yeah and, and you're and honestly i think like it's it might be a bit of a mistake to say like your times that you ran in ninth grade or eighth grade are indicative of of your potential because because like i know in eighth grade i i broke five in the mile but I, I haven't gotten any further than 435, you know? So, like, I think, like, that's also just, like, a matter of how mature you are at the at that point. And, like, you know, honestly, I think, like, at the end of the day, you really don't know, like, how much potential you really do have. Because, like, I don't know. I, I, would, I wouldn't say that, like, you should be thinking it, it will cap off anytime soon. Being that, you you know, you've run 1530 now, like, from, from 23, whatever. Like, that's, you just keep going, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what separates like good runners from great runners. Cause like, look at, look at a kid, like, you know, I don't want to name drop, but like, look at a kid like Danny Ryan, right. You know, he runs like sub two freshman year, like, and that's obviously, you know, that's insane. Right. But it's not like so much like the physical talent. It's like so much more mental than you think, you know, and, yeah. that's, what's going to make you a great runner. Like you can have the talent, you can have all of that, but like the consistency and the drive to continue on with that is what separates guys that like maybe just get on a d1 team and that like excel at that level you know so um we have like a minute left so in 30 seconds or less what have you learned from this year training alone um it's definitely tough you'll really you'll really be tested about how much you want it but if you can you end up training alone or doing most of your training alone um it kind of really shows you like that's what you want and it'll never really get harder than that because there's no greater mental challenge than going out and running obscene amounts of miles on your own so if you can do that then there will always be a better situation that you can get to so if you just find people to run with it gets infinitely easier after that awesome uh, we got 25 seconds left so Joni, you want to take it 
No, I just want to say thank you, Ben, for coming on and, um, uh, you know, your mindset and, uh, you know, your training has been, I know it's really inspired me to, to want to get back into it. Cause I, you know, I want to run with you and the guys and, and run competitively again. Cause I feel like we'd have some good races if I yeah. actually get into somewhat good shape, but, um, you know, we'll see about that, but thank you again.